ESPN Tournament Challenge is here. And guess what? I'm doing my bracket right now. Making picks, predicting upsets, winning my bracket group, and leaving my old life as a part-time voice actor behind. Hey, you never know. And if I can do it while recording this awesome commercial, you can too. Anyone can bracket. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app to play the number one bracket game. Presented by Capital One. Jalen Jacoby is presented by Allstate. Get protected from mayhem this year when you switch and save with Allstate. Jalen, look at Arkansas's Trevon Brazil. Powerful impact. Boom from the cannon. You nasty boy, Trayvon, you nasty. South Dakota State gonna have to take a walk of shame after that. Let's start the show. He is Jalen Rose, I'm David Jacoby. We are Jalen and Jacoby. What is it that we, we the people. do? We what they Jalen Rose, we will talk about Steph Curry's 50-point game in a losing effort in a second. But first, do you remember when the Brooklyn Nets lost to the Kings and gave up 153 points? I do, After I do, the game, I do, I do. Here is what Kevin Durant had to say about that team's starting lineup. And remember, Kyrie Irving was not a part of it. He will join the team back in Brooklyn. Kevin Durant said the following, and I quote, Look at our starting lineup. Edmund Sumner, Royce O'Neal, Joe Harris, Nick Claxton, and me. It's not disrespect, but what are you expecting from that group? You expect us to win because I'm out there. Jalen, this is not what KD signed up for. He thought he was going to be on a super team. And now, look at the people that he is playing with, and it is hard as a teammate to not take that as disrespect. What is your response to his thoughts after that big loss? The great American philosopher Styles P once said, get married to the game, but never have a kid with it. Kevin Durant decided to go play in Brooklyn to team up with Kyrie Irving. They're both still on the roster. It's just that there are certain circumstances, like last year with Kyrie, when he decided not to get vaccinated, cost him playing half of their home games and ultimately cost them a relationship with James Harden, mm-hmm. which they parlayed incorrectly into Ben Simmons, who isn't a productive player for them. When we start to look at the greatest basketball players of all time, Kevin Durant's gonna be listed. Oh, yeah. When we start talking about the greatest scorers of all time, Kevin Durant's gonna be noted. When they show back-to-back finals MVPs, Kevin Durant's going to be listed. And you and I talk about it all of the time on this show. Whether it's John Morant, whether it's Luka Doncic, we should win because we got him. Mm -hmm. That don't change for KD, Jacoby. And I know those players who he named, quote-unquote, won't take it as a disrespect. But that's almost like saying, I don't mean to insult you, and then turn around and insult you. And so, again, Kyrie's going to return. He's going to be a dynamic performer when he gets back. But overarching without Ben Simmons, this won't be a contending team, even with KD and Kyrie. I mean, this does 
feel like what KD did not sign up for. Because when he joined the Nets, him and Kyrie linked together, and they're like, we're going to do this. And they had a nice sort of supporting role player core. They gave up a lot of those role players to bring in James Harden. And when the three of them got together, they're like, this is a super team. This is going to be scary hours. When you mentioned, you know, the back-to-back finals MVPs and one of the greatest scorers of all time, I think they thought that was going to be one of the greatest teams of all time, at least greatest offenses of all time. And we all know what happened from there. And you mentioned Ben Simmons' contribution or lack thereof so far this season. There's been reports that the team is frustrated. Some unnamed sources have expressed that even when he's in the game, he doesn't contribute that much. That game against the Kings, he scored 11 points, which was his season high up to this point. What do you think about teammates and people within the organization being critical of Ben Simmons when he's on the court and off the court? Take it firsthand from me. The more teams you play on, the less dynamic your role is. Mm. The, the more you get moved, the more you go on from being the guy to one of the guys. In Philly, top level draft pick, all NBA performer, all defensive candidate. With the Nets, a substitute that just had a season high 11 points and now is soul searching for his game. And as you mentioned, has people in the organization not necessarily questioning if he wants to play basketball, Jacoby. What they're really questioning is, will he be an all-star again? And I say no, because you gotta score the ball in order for that to happen. And I'll ask you this question again. How did he pass his physical? How did he pass his physical and didn't get back surgery without playing the game? I still believe in you, Ben. Ben Simmons, I still believe in you. And also, at the same time, when Kevin Durant was being critical of the starting lineup of his own team, he also sort of explained why he asked for a trade request this summer, and he said the following, and I quote. He said, it wasn't difficult at all to request a trade because it was about ball. I went to them and was like, yo, I don't like how we're preparing. I don't like shootarounds. I like practices. I need more. I want to work on more bleep. Hold me accountable. He said that to Chris Haynes. Shout to him. I look at this as a shot at Steve Nash, who is no longer in the building. If you read the article, he went on to sort of praise Jacques Vaughn a little bit as well. Do you see it as the same? One man teams aren't going to win a championship. But what this sounds like is the Nets need a leader in uniform. Because since KD and Kyrie have been there, how many coaches have they now had? Three. Okay, so the musical chairs at coaching ain't really changing the dynamics of what we're watching as it relates to the Kings scoring a season high 153 points. But one of the things I remind myself, and you can't be mad at somebody understanding who they are and what they want. One of the things, a couple of the things that KD said that he wanted when he went to Golden State is to play with other great players, which he did, was able to join a team that just won 70 plus games, that had won a championship before he arrived, that had the Splash Brothers and Draymond Green all playing at all NBA levels. Steve Kerr on the sideline. But you know what else he said that he wanted? To go somewhere where he didn't have to worry about being the leader. So when you leave and go to the Nets, that now becomes the responsibility, Jacoby. That ain't gonna be on Jock Vaughn. That ain't gonna be on Steve Nash. That ain't gonna be on Sean Marks. You know why? They ain't playing.
When you look back at the history of the league, every time you talk about the best coaches, you're going to talk about them having the best players and vice versa. They mm -hmm. go hand in hand. And so I'm not, in theory, mad. You can't be mad at somebody's trade request, but there's a mirror right there. And at some point, these Nets are going to go as far as KD and Kyrie lead them. And hopefully when Kyrie returns, they're now playing productive and winning basketball, not resembling the only team that got swept out of the playoffs last year. Well, you could also say the same thing about Steph Curry and the Warriors. They will go far as Steph Curry can carry them. And last night on the road where they had, were 0-7, Steph Curry carried them to the tune of 50 points. However, it was not enough. They went to 0-8 on the road and after the game Steve Kerr had some really interesting things to say about their approach to basketball this season let's listen to the Warriors head coach we're just scattered or it's a pickup game you know it's a pickup game out there it's a pickup game out there translate from Steve Kerr to English exactly what he means for the audience you know when you're watching basketball so many times after a player makes a shot, he looks at everybody else and says, let's go, let's go. You know why? Because players feel better about themselves when they watch that ball go through the net. It's a feeling like you're floating on air, Jacoby, as you run back. It's almost like a baseball player when you hit a home run and how you just get a chance to sail the bases. That's what happens in a pickup game. You, in theory, are playing Matador D, and if they make the shot, good. If they miss the shot, we're going the other way while they also play Matador D. And then when the game gets close, like the last couple of points of the game or the last two minutes of the game, not everybody be like, all right, let's tighten it up. Let's take good shots. Let's play D. Well, in the pros, that's too late, especially when you're 0-8 on the road and you're the defending champions. You're going to get everybody's best shot. Cameron Payne was out there balling on them. Devin Booker was out there balling on them. The Suns was getting open shots at will against the Golden State Warriors defense. And let's just acknowledge, yes, they send Wiseman to the G League. And I believe that's going to be an opportunity for him to reinvent himself. But their young players haven't taken the leap that we all thought that they would. Mm -hmm. Moody. Kaminga, Wiseman, they aren't playing the quality minutes I thought they would. And also Jordan Poole, he struggled in that game. For so very long, he went without a field goal until late in the game. And let me tell you something that's really bizarre as somebody that was actually watching this game from beginning to end. They allowed Clay to play garbage minutes to try to get himself going because he's coming back from a couple of injuries and he was really struggling. And so this Golden State Warriors team is trying to find its identity. But let me just talk about Wardell Stephen Curry. He's a wizard with the basketball. He yep. was out there between the legs, behind the back, pulling up for three effortlessly. Like there was a point where he basically had 60%, 70% of the team's overall production. And so I can't in any way, shape, or form, point the finger at Steph Curry. But they're going to need a productive, consistent Klay Thompson, a consistent Jordan Poole, 
a better offensive version of Draymond Green. That's what it's going to take in order for these Warriors to turn around their woes. Well, I have some faith in this Warriors team because I've watched them over the last decade. Jalen, it is now time for some very important news that matters. Jalen, you are world-renowned, celebrated for your hair, and you put a lot of time and effort and money into that look. However, you do not put as nut, as much money as Sean, Puffy, P, Diddy, Combs <laughs> does. Let's listen to the mogul. Oh, yeah, so this is just sent. Um, it's a thousand a cut, y'all. I ain't no, no for real because, like, this is my barber. And I share him with the world. He's one of the best, but it's like I'm outside, outside. So it's like I need my hair like done every five minutes. But um, <laughs> if you you gonna pay that price? I could spare him. You know what I'm saying? Me, my my, you know, my daily price is five thousand. You know, and I'm just saying, I'm just telling y'all the truth because it's my barber. Jalen, I pay $16 a haircut, $1,000 a cut, $5,000 for a daily rate. Explain to me what he is talking about. It makes no sense to me. So a couple of things. I need to talk to David Jacoby and Patrick Beverly for suppressing the market for barbers. Also, I want to shout out Diddy for investing in his barbers and making sure that the world knows when he's cutting my hair, yesterday's price is not today's price but here's the problem there are only a handful of people that's going to be paying a thousand dollars a cut and it's <laughs> and it's only one person that's going to be paying five thousand dollars a day i don't know how many days a year that's going to be but it ain't going to be that many so mm -hmm. i just want to shout him out because he's basically doing what i do when you rock with the best hairstylists and people that twist, you want their fees to be up. So you do a video to let their clients know that the price just went up because they're now cutting and styling your hair. That's all Diddy was doing right there. Well, good for him and good for his barber. I actually believe that Diddy <laughs> pays less than $1,000. He was just trying to promote his barber and get his barber some money. He's showing Jaylen. love. We watched the Celtics squeak by the Bucks in Game 7 from Greg Williams' shooting threes. We watched Jimmy Butler miss a three to put them in the finals. But this year, they're an absolute juggernaut. They've won eight straight. We'll discuss Jason Tatum and the Celtics right after Spread this. Spread love the Brooklyn way. Leonardo DiCaprio reportedly flew an eyebrow specialist from Australia to do his eyebrows for the Oscars. Oh, that's a boss move. If my barber's in Los Angeles and I'm going to Bristol, Connecticut for a book tour, I'm flying him as well. You did not do that. Yes, indeed. You did that in real life? I did, sir. That is ridiculous. Don't say that again on Wax. I was in New You're York the doing multiple interviews. I'm embarrassed to be on the same logo as on you. On one day? Yeah, no one else can get your hairline straight in New York City. None of those 12 million people. <laughs> Nerdy. I've never said this to you before. You have too much money. <laughs> <laughs> 
We're just weeks into this year, and the news is already nonstop. Two overseas wars, a presidential election already testing the democratic process, a former president in court. It can feel impossible to keep up with, but we can help. I'm Brad Milkey, the host of Start Here, the daily podcast from ABC News. Every morning, my team and I get you caught up on the day's news in a quick, straightforward way that's easy to understand. So kickstart your morning. Start smart with Start Here and ABC News, because staying informed shouldn't feel like a chore. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antsgate presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. Coming to you live from the seaport and brought to you by delicious Grey Goose Vodka. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby. Jalen Rose, yesterday I checked. The Celtics had won seven games in a row. Last night they played the Hawks and they took that to eight. Jalen, Jason Tatum has put on an absolute clinic all season long. It seems like he has added to his game from a great year last year. Do you agree? Can I say something that's going to sound comedic? There were actually human beings in the ethos that were suggesting that the Boston Celtics should break up Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Just think about that. Mm -hmm. This time last season, by the way, this ain't like five years ago. This time last season, there were human beings saying that you should break them up. And that is so very foolish because as I watched the construction of their roster, this is, this is exactly the kind of team that you need in order to win in today's game. Because you need guys that can do multiple things on the perimeter, like Jason Tatum has the ability to dribble, pass, shoot, and play clutch. Jalen Brown, dribble, pass, shoot, and play clutch. Both of them are active and willing defenders. And then look at the guard play. Over the last few years, they had to reinvent that position. So many people in the backcourt. Isaiah Thomas was one of those players. Dennis Schroeder, Kyrie Irving. And so when you have that turnover in the backcourt, and then all of a sudden Marcus Smart stabilizes the position. And then you get a little deeper at that position where White can come in and play starter minutes and play really well. And then this offseason, you add Malcolm Brogdon. So there's depth at that spot. I love the way you're talking about their roster construction. I love that you're talking about their depth because there's something I love about some of their role players. I don't know if you've seen this, but there is my guy Peyton Pritchard. (laughs) Hauser. Luke Cornett getting minutes because Time Lord is out. Did you see Luke Cornett? Did you see him get alley-oops? But he doesn't dunk the alley-oops. He lays up the alley-oops. This, there's something about those three, Hauser, Pritchard, and Cornette, that I just really appreciate their contribution to the Celtics' win last night and so far this season. Well, something when I look them. over your right shoulder, it's a gentleman I love, and not just Mike Tyson, but it's Larry Joseph Bird, my coach, the guy you prayed 
you got down on your knees and prayed to the bird poster before you went to games and it's only right the players that you now love on the Celtics that come off the bench resemble yourself and legend. Jalen, you know when you like love an underground rapper or a rock band and you just feel like they're yours and they haven't blown up yet and then they have one <laughs> big song that makes it to the radio? That is what happened with Shea Gilders Alexander. Agreed. Ever since Agreed. his rookie year with the Clippers, we've been celebrating this man. And now he yes. puts up 42 points, has a great season thus far, and now everyone's singing his praises. I just feel like we were there first. You know what I mean? You're, you're on our corner now. We loved you, SGA, back when you were on the Clippers. Never forget no doubt. that. No doubt, this is his home floor. And when I watch him play, smooth operator, smooth, and got all of the skills. You see the mm -hmm. post game, you see the float game, he'll drive and dunk it. He can shoot it in the paint, right hand, left hand. And like I've been saying all of the time when we talk about OKC on this show, they've made a lot of changes over the past few years to make themselves lottery eligible. They ain't move him. Not that one. Not that one. They ain't move Everyone's him. available. Every, everyone. Oh, wait. Shay? Shay? Nope. Nope. Hanging up. Uh, 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 <laughs> Everybody uh, uh, else signal is available. Bad. Signal bad. Sorry. Signal bad. <laughs> nope. Jalen, hey, it is Thursday. That means Thursday night football. Aaron Rodgers last week got the pack back on track against the Cowboys. Can he continue? We'll discuss that and much more right after this. You're watching Jalen and Jacoby. Doubleheader Friday night on ESPN. Look at this first matchup. It is the Bucks up against the Sixers. Giannis against Embiid. That's at 7.30. And then at 10, it is the New York Knickerbockers traveling to the Bay to take on Steph and the Warriors. And it's all preceded by NBA Countdown, where Jalen will have a fresh cut and a suit. Jalen, what do we do That's every day right. on this program? Sadly, we need to continue to acknowledge the fact that Brittany Griner has now been detained. 273 days. She's been, she's been transferred to a penal colony. It's a sad story. We're wishing her health and a speedy return to the United States. Jalen, we have the Packers and the Titans tonight on Thursday Night Football. I will be watching because I always watch, but I also be gambling, and I want to warn people, I'm going to take an alternate line, Packers minus two and a half instead of three, because I feel like they can go to overtime, they could win by three. I'm going to tease this down to two and a half. Packers minus two and a half. What's your play? I'm first place in the big fantasy league, and I put all my chips in the middle of the table to bid for Christian Watson. And now I got him on my squad. I need him to have another big game. And it'd be great to see King Henry on the other side run wild. I'm watching the backs, really. Jones, the way he played last week. And I want to see King Henry be dominant. This should be a really good game. It's one of the things I love about this matchup is there's two players, one on each side, that can absolutely just wreck a game. You know, Derrick Henry is hard to bet against. Aaron Rodgers is hard to bet against. And when those two seemingly sort of like unstoppable forces bang heads, that makes good football on Thursday night on Amazon. I will be tuning in. Jalen, I want to thank Dave East for coming on the show yesterday. Drew Bye. T for coming on earlier in the week. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast where you can get full interviews and exclusive podcast content anywhere you listen to podcasts we'll be back tomorrow book of david out on friday and not jacoby
ESPN Tournament Challenge is here. And guess what? I'm doing my bracket right now. Making picks, predicting upsets, winning my bracket group, and leaving my old life as a part-time voice actor behind. Hey, you never know. And if I can do it while recording this awesome commercial, you can too. Anyone can bracket. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app to play the number one bracket game. Presented by Allstate. Death is the only punishment here. Now streaming, FX's Shogun. My master asks, what do you seek here? To vanquish our common enemies. Based on the global bestseller by James Clavell. War is coming. The epic saga of war, passion, and power. Let it come. FX's Shogun, now streaming on Hulu. We always say we give the people what they want. Part of that is doing podcast exclusive content for our podcast listeners. Right after we leave the studio, I'm going to start the Renaissance Man episode from today. Don't tell me we got Jamel Hill on the program. We do, we do, we do, we do. We got the talented, hardworking, disciplined, game-changing, anchor, host, analyst, author, Jamel Hill on Renaissance Man today. Make sure you go out and support Uphill, her new memoir that's out right now, anywhere you purchase books. Jalen, this is why we do the podcast exclusives, so we can discuss things like Larsa Pippen. Because Jeez. at first, I, do you know what? Everyone thinks that Scotty's so Jeez. upset about Michael Jordan and what happened Jeez. with him in the Bulls. But now I think there might be more to that because there Jeez. are rumors and there's pictures that she is now, Jeez. I'll say hanging out with Jeez. Michael Jeffrey Jordan's son, Marcus. And you don't need me to explain to you the history between Scotty and Michael. We all saw the last dance. What do you make of this news? Well, normally, relationships like this end up being auntie and nephew. You know what I mean? Mm. Like... Shout to Zach Wilson. Your ex-husband that you were with for decades. As a matter of fact, they were married when I played with him. Goes down arguably as one of the greatest dynamic duels in the history of basketball with Michael Jordan. You see Jordan married, have kids. Pretty sure you knew those kids when they were young. Pretty sure you met those kids when they were young. Certain relationships used to be off limits. And I, on paper, want everybody to be happy and to live their best life. But the best thing I can say for her is she should see him as more of a nephew than a mate. Now for him, I would think that he would see Scotty as more as an uncle, more as an OG, that he would feel like, even if I could get with his ex-wife, I'm not going to do it. And then the third step, I know that my, I know that my father and Scotty, while they won championships together, they're not seeing eye to eye. I'm not going to make it even messier by making Scotty or Michael look at the internet one day 
and I'm on a beach with her and she's wearing a bikini. Men and women, let me tell you a secret. There are certain catches you could just throw back in the water and it's okay. Yeah. You don't it, have to go it, after everybody that want to get with you there's all the a third time. party. There's a third party I have to get after here because none of us are perfect and we all make mistakes. But that is why you have close friends, homeboys and homegirls. And I feel like someone in Marcus's life needs to pull him aside and be like, I know that you two have a romantic connection, but I need to warn you that you are being used. You are being weaponized. Your romantic connection is being weaponized and has nothing to do with you. You are a pawn in this game, not a king in this game. And you need someone in your circle that is close to you that will warn you about these things because sometimes we can be blinded by romance and we can be blinded by emotion and blinded by beauty. And I feel like even when people that are close to you are moving wrong, you needed to bring it to their attention. Whether they heed that advice or not, I feel like that's part of the duty of a close friendship. And also think about this. Scotty has kids, MJ has kids. I'm pretty sure directly or indirectly, they have relationships with each other because they're gonna be bonded for life based mm -hmm. on the relationships that their parents have. And so that also makes those relationships seemingly off limits. But as you talk about what Marcus should do, and I agree with you, what about the friends and support group in her life? Well, that, we know Google, what that is. Yeah, exactly. We know Talk what that is. I, I have a question for you, Jalen. Why is she still Larsa Pippen? If I'm Scotty Pippen, I'm like, why are you running the streets with my last name? <laughs> you know what I mean? D dating the sons of my former player. Like, like, why are you still running the streets with my last name? Like, it seems like it kind of tries to eat off of it. Up, if you getting jammed up, don't mention my name. Well, for this real, is why for we real. always have the podcast exclusive to discuss the things that they would never let us discuss during the television portion of the program. We have some very special things in store for Come you. Come on, Larsa. We have Come on, Marcus. a big show tomorrow to get you ready. And we are dark all next week, Thanksgiving week. But we would never leave you without a dope pod to step to. So we will have a special Thanksgiving podcast for you next week. And we will be back tomorrow to get you ready for a huge week 11 in the NFL and recap Thursday Night Football between the Packers and the Titans. And I'll be checking in on LeBron James and my guy Paul Rivera in the second screen to see how the shop looks. And while they're watching the game, we'll discuss all of that tomorrow. Why is that, Jalen? We're Rose. not done. We're not done. We are not done. Got to give the people